RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, and first in television, presents Transcribe, the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show. For your enjoyment, here is the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show, written by Ray Singer and Dick Chevrolet, with Elliot Lewis, Walter Titley, Robert North, Janine Roos, Ann Whitfield, Walter Sharp and his music, and yours truly, Bill Foreman. Phil and Alice have always been glad to extend the hospitality of their house for worthy causes. Tonight, they find their house being used for a purpose they could never have dreamed of. More about that later. First, a word from RCA Victor. The more you see of television sets, the more you'll want an RCA Victor super set. No other television compares with RCA Victor for quality and performance. Ask your RCA Victor dealer to show you the Rockingham, for example. The Rockingham is a magnificent 21-inch console, the most luxurious model in the Super Set line. It brings you television with picture power, clearer, stronger pictures. Yet you'll be surprised at the Rockingham's moderate cost. In fact, all RCA Victor prices are low. They start as low as $229.95. And they're complete prices, too including federal excise tax, full-year warranty on your picture tube, and no extra charge for mahogany finishes. So, buy a superset. Get the 21-inch Rockingham. Then, ask about a factory service contract. When you buy RCA Victor Television with RCA Factory Service, you get television's greatest combination. And now the stars of the RCA Victor program, Alice Fay and Phil Harris. This morning, Phil had a phone call from Grogan. He told Phil that it was important that he see him. Grogan didn't tell him why, but he said he'd be over as soon as he finished a business meeting. And now let us look in on Grogan's business meeting. All right, all right, all right. Come to order. Come to order, gentlemen. Please control yourself. Remember, it's a high-class business meeting. I want you gentlemen to conduct yourselves with dignity and decorum. Because if you don't, I shall be obliged to pistol whip you. <laughs> What's this meeting about, Grove? <laughs> I'm getting it, and I'm getting it, and I'm gonna make a speech. Fellow three-time losers. <laughs> Before we get to the matter at hand, I want it clearly understood that this meeting is to be conducted in an orderly fashion, like any other board of directors meeting. I have furnished our recording secretary with a solid gold fountain pen with which to take down a minutes. All right, Mr. Secretary, start writing. I can't. Why not? Somebody stole the pen. <laughs> oh, fellas, cut it off. <laughs> that ain't cricket. Now, I'm going to give the guy who stole a pen a chance to admit it. Now, now who took it? I took it, Grove. Shame on you, shorty. Where's the pen? I put it in me pants pocket. Well, give it back. I can't. Why not? Somebody stole me pants. (laughs) (laughs) 
Maybe we'd better drop the investigation. <laughs> Gentlemen, we are gathered here for a very auspicious occasion. Now, as you all know, today one of our illustrious comrades is getting out of the penitentiary. He is coming out at 5 o'clock this afternoon. How do you know he's coming out at 5? Because that's the time I planned the jailbreak. <laughs> and so tonight, in honor of his liberation, we are throwing a big party for our esteemed associate, Charlie Cross, affectionately known to us as Red. Why do we have to throw a party for the bum? <laughs> Because Red was innocent. The guy was framed by some, some no-good stool pigeons. And this party is to prove that we was only joking when we squealed on him. Where can we hold a party? Well, the cops will be looking for Red. Yeah, I thought of that. I thought of that. So we are going to have the party at the last place the cops will think of looking for an escaped convict. At the home of Phil Harris and Alice Faye. Well, it's sure nice of them to let us hold the party there. Oh, they don't know about it yet. <laughs> I'm going over and tell Harris now. Supposing he objects? Oh, he won't. Phil Harris is broad-minded, generous, liberal, and yellow. <laughs> Now, don't forget, we're holding the party out at the Harris home at 8 o'clock tonight. I want you all to come and bring your wives and girlfriends. Both at the same time? <laughs> all right, all right, just bring your wife. Now, this is going to be a high-class party, so, so dress formal. Formal? What should my wife wear? Tuxedo, of course. <laughs> now, if you gentlemen will excuse me, I'll go over to see the Harrises and invite them to our party at their house. Phil, I wonder what Mr. Grogan is coming over to see us about. You know, it's bothering me. Oh, I don't think it's anything important. He probably wants you to pass some counterfeit money at the market for him. <laughs> oh, please. I wish Frankie had never introduced me to a person like Grogan. Now, don't pick on Frankie. He just has a big heart, and he makes friends with everybody. Remley's a good kid. Hey, I wonder if that's Grogan. Come in. Hiya, Curly. Hiya, Remley. I was just talking about you. I'll sue you. <laughs> How dare you say such nasty things about me? Well, wait a minute. What makes you think I said nasty things about you? I may have said nice things. What's there nice to say about me? <laughs> I see your point. Hey, Frankie, Mr. Grogan called and he's coming over to see us. Yeah, do you know what it's all about, Remley? Have you been keeping up your monthly blackmail payments? <laughs> I ain't paying him no blackmail. I'm talking Alice. <laughs> be paying Grogan blackmail. So he won't tell everybody that your real name is Fanny Finkelfinger? <laughs> oh, it is not, is it, Phil? Of course not. And I ought to know. Her real name is on our marriage certificate. Bertha Benchwarmer. <laughs> Fellas, why do you hate me? It doesn't make any difference what my name was. 
The only name I want is the name I acquired when I married you, honey. Mrs. Wonga Wagon Wheel. <laughs> Pretty, ain't it? Hey, Remley, tell me something. How did you happen to get tied up with a hoodlum like Grogan? Well, I didn't know what he was when I met him. I didn't find out for a long time. It's like a lot of people you're close to. You don't know if they're crooked or not. For example, Curly, you're married to Alice, but what do you really know about her? <laughs> what do you mean? For all you know, she may be a successful crook. Don't be silly. If she were a successful crook, she'd have a lot of money stashed away someplace that... that... <laughs> Alice. See what I mean, Curly? You don't get the kind of loot she's got, honestly. Say, Alice, did I see you coming out of Reno last month with a safe on your back? Bill, Bill, you shouldn't kid like that. Somebody might hear you and take it seriously. You know I've never done a dishonest thing in my life. I never stole anything, I never cracked a safe, and I never robbed anybody. You're a pretty dull dame, ain't you? <laughs> Rose, how did you get in here? Came in through the door? You couldn't have. The door was locked. I know. I had to take it off the hinges. <laughs> well, look, as long as you're here, what did you want to see me about? Oh, nothing important. Just wanted to tell you that me and my friends are having a party at your house tonight. Now, wait a minute. What do you mean you're having a party at my house? Did you ask us if you could? All right, all right. I'll ask you. Can we have a party at your house tonight? Absolutely not. And that's final. You true? <laughs> yeah. Then help me roll up the rug. They'll be dancing tonight. <laughs> Grogan, you can't dictate to these people. They're not slaves. You can't tell them quiet, what. Quiet, Remley, quiet. You go down to the wine cellar and bring up a couple of cases. You can't order me to. Wine cellar? <laughs> Yes, master Oh, you picked a good wine store The last time I sent him down for a bottle of wine He was gone a fortnight Three months Look, Grogan, you're not having any party at my house Now, don't be an antisocial schnook <laughs> Me and my friends are going to have a party for Red Cross And we're going to have a hand But Grogan, you... Red Cross? Well, why didn't you say it was for the Red Cross? Well, but this Red now, Cross... Now, now, we know the Red Cross is a wonderful organization And we'll be glad to let you have our house for the party Well, yeah Yeah, we're, uh... Having a party for the Red Cross, yeah. <laughs> Look, I have an idea how we can raise a lot of money for the Red Cross. Well, that would be appreciated. <laughs> how are you going to do it? Well, we'll have some entertainment at the party. I'll sing. Would you? And I'll sing too, Grogan. Must you? <laughs> Look, I happen to have a good voice, and I'm going to prove it to you right now. They call you Lady Luck, but there is room for doubt. At times you have a very unladylike way of running out. 
you're on a date with me. The pickings have been lush. And yet before this evening is over, you might give me the brush. You might forget your manners. You might refuse to stay. And so the best that I can do is pray. Luck be a lady tonight. Luck be a lady tonight. Luck if you've ever been a lady to begin with. Luck be a lady tonight. Be a lady, luck be a lady. Luck, let a gentleman see. Let a gentleman see. How nice a dame you can be. How nice you can be. I know the way you've treated other guys you've been with. Luck be a lady tonight. Tonight be a lady, luck. Lady doesn't leave her escort. It isn't fair. It isn't fair. It isn't nice. It isn't nice. A lady doesn't wander all over the room and blow on some other guy's dice. So let's keep the party polite. Never get out of my sight. Stick with me, baby. I'm the fella you came in with. Luck be a lady. Luck be a lady. Luck be a lady tonight. Whenever you're ready, we ought to go steady. Luck be a lady tonight. Luck be a lady tonight. Luck be a lady tonight. Luck if you've oh. ever been a lady to begin oh. with. Luck be a lady tonight. Stick with me, luck. Stick with me, lady luck. luck let a gentleman see oh. how nice a dame you can be. Oh. I know the way you've treated other guys you've been with. Luck be a lady with me. Lady doesn't leave her escort. It isn't fair. It isn't nice. A lady doesn't wander all over the room and blow on some other guy's dice. It isn't nice. So let's keep the party polite. Never get out of my sight. Stick with me, baby. I'm the fella you came in with. Luck be a lady. Luck be a lady. Luck be a lady. Well, Grogan, uh, do you think your friends will like my singing? Well, uh, let me put it this way. If you've got a bulletproof vest, wear it. <laughs> Wait a minute, Mr. Grogan. Whom have you invited? Are they nice people? Are they the kind of people we want in our house? Miss Faye, I assure you, the people who are coming here tonight are wanted every place. <laughs> You can uh, expect us about 8 p.m. I'll see you later. Hey, wait a minute. I'll go with you, Grogan. I got to go home and get dressed. I'll see you at the party, Curly. Phil, are you ready? It's almost 8 o'clock. Our guests should be arriving. Soon. Yeah, I'm all dressed. You know something, honey? It makes a guy feel good to be doing a thing like this for the Red Cross. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if... Oh, must be some of our guests. Come on, Phil. Let's greet them. Oh, I hope the people Mr. Grogan invited are nice. Well, they gotta be nice. After all, they're coming over for a Red Cross benefit. <laughs> That's true, Phil. They must be fine people. Oh, good evening, gentlemen. Come right in. Hey, Shorty, get a load of the blonde tomatoes. <laughs> wow, that's for me. I seen her face. I thought you for her. Hold that. 
Oh, toss you, Ford. I got something to say about this. Okay, we let you in on it. Odd man gets it. Well, that's fair enough. Let's make it two out of three. Wait a minute. She's my wife. Who you? I'm Phil Harris. Well, I ain't seen you around before. What mob you with? What's your racket? Well, I'm on the radio. Didn't you ever hear of me? You ever been on the police calls? No. Then we ain't never heard of you. <laughs> Look, you must have heard of me. I'm... I'm... That must be some more guests. Yes. Uh, uh, gentlemen, will you please excuse us? Just just go inside and make yourselves at home. Don't worry about us. We'll find something to do. Yeah, we'll play a game. Come on, Shorty. Last one to the world safe is the rotten egg. Bill, <laughs> what kind of people are those? Now, don't get excited, honey. They're just kidding around. Well, I hope the rest of the guests are more refined. Well, I'm sure they will be, honey. Well... Uh-oh, look. We better open the door. Right. Good evening. Hey, where's the bathroom? <laughs> Wash the fingerprint ink off me hands. <laughs> fingerprint ink. What? Well, at least this one's neat. <laughs> hey, won't uh, won't uh, you and your young lady step in? Okay. Well, don't stand there, stupid. Come on in. I'm coming. I'm coming. What do you want to hold a party in a dump like this for? Oh, I think it's a nice dump. Shut Louis. up. <laughs> I'll introduce myself. My name is Louis the Lip. <laughs> Well, how do you do? Uh, is this your wife? Yeah, no cracks. <laughs> Aren't you going to introduce her? What do you want to meet her for? What do we? Shut up! <laughs> she don't talk much, does she? Well, I'd like to introduce myself. I'm Alice Faye, and Alice this is my... Faye, the movie star? Will I be a trustee's uncle? <laughs> I, I never thought I'd meet Alice Faye. You've heard of me? Naturally. I've been a fan of yours for the last ten years. You have? Sure. They used to show all your moon pictures at Tehachapi. Tehachapi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a movie theater, honey. Oh. Uh, Lowe's Tehachapi. <laughs> But I saw every one of your films. I just loved you. You had such a wonderful shape. What happened? <laughs> well, it's not her fault. You see, she had a cup. Shut up! <laughs> Let's quit horsing around. Where's the food? Well, it's it on the dining room table, and I thought we'd wait till the rest of the guests arrive. Nuts for them, I'm hungry. <laughs> oh, come on, I see the stuff on the buffet table. <laughs> well, we'd better go along and watch them. I don't trust Honey, them. Honey, don't be so suspicious. They're just uh, eccentric socialites. Hey, Harris, this grub is pretty good. <laughs> Who's this? Oh, oh, allow me to introduce you. Lady Cynthia... May I present Noel Coward? <laughs> she just arrived. 
Who are you kidding? That's Louis Dahl. Hiya, Lola. Hey, look, Louis, it's Shorty. Hiya, fellas. Hiya, Louis. Hey, they really did this up good. That's nice silverware they got on the table. You think that's nice? Wait till I show you the stuff I put in my pocket. <laughs> Get a load of this book. Go ahead, feel the weight of it. Wait a minute. What's the idea of heisting our silverware? I got a right to take it. It says so on the back of this fork. All it says on the back of the fork is sterling silver. Oh, I thought it said stealing silver. <laughs> hey, Blondie. Brogan told us there's going to be entertainment here tonight. Who's entertaining? Well, uh, I am. Fine. I ain't seen a good strip teaser in years. <laughs> Look, I'm not a strip teaser. I'm a singer. And when I sing, I don't take anything off. The things they call entertainment today. <laughs> and nuts for the singing, let's eat. Boy, be polite. If the broad wants to sing, let us sing. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Blondie. <laughs> Thanks. You'll never know. I heard enough. Let's eat. <laughs> I like her voice. Louie. Louie, ask her if she'll sing our song. The when you always sing to me. All right, I'll ask her. Hey, Blondie, you know, don't roll them bloodshot eyes at me. <laughs> no. I don't know that one. Oh, I do. My picture's on the cover of the sheet music. <laughs> it's sold over three... Uh-oh, that must be more guests. Come on, Alice. Oh, Hell, where do these people come from? I've never met such awful-looking characters. I'm almost afraid to open the door. Will you take it easy, honey? They can't get any worse. Oh, yes, they can. <laughs> Ooh, get the mug on this one. Alice, don't look. You'll only get sick to your... Curly, it's me. Oh, oh. <laughs> Frankie, what happened to your face? Well, on the way over, I met with an accident. I was walking along when I saw a girl standing with her back to me. She had curly blonde hair, and she looked cute, so... I walked up behind her, slipped my arm around her, and said, What's your name, honey? And what did she say? Gorgeous George, and that's the last thing I remember. <laughs> well, look, Remley, come on in and meet the rest of our guests. I'd rather not. I feel self-conscious with my face in this condition. Believe me, they won't notice. <laughs> we got a girl in there who looks worse than you, and she wasn't even in a fight. Now, come on. Will you see some of these characters? They are without oh, a... Oh, that must be the rest of the guests. Oh, hello, Mr. Grogan. I see you brought a friend with you, and I'd like Close to... Close the door, turn the lights out, and pull the shades down. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's all this for? Grogan, who is this fink? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Red. This fink is your host. Harris, I want you to meet the man that you are throwing the party for, Red Cross. Well, how do you do, Mr. Cross? <laughs> Red Cross! Oh, no! Pleased to meet you. Sorry I'm late, but I had a little trouble breaking out of jail. Oh, this is all this party needs is an escaped con. Brogan, you get him out of here. Look, this is the last straw. Phil, throw this gangster out of our house. Who, me? <laughs> I don't know this chap very well. I'm never not... mind, never mind. I'll do it myself. Now, you get out of here, Mr. Cross. Now, get, 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 get. Lady, you push me once more, and I'll break your husband right in half. <laughs> I ain't pushing you. She is. <laughs> Bill, I'm ashamed of you. You shouldn't let this vicious killer bully you. Yeah. 
Curly, are you going to let that gun he's carrying scare you? Just say the word and I'll take it away from him. Really? Okay. Proceed. Commence. Well? Keep going. You haven't come to word yet. <laughs> Look, Red, let's talk this thing over. Now, I'm the kind of a guy... Uh-oh, that's somebody at the back door. I'll go get it. I'll go, too. I'm coming with you. Oh. And remember, whoever it is, don't try to tip them off that I'm here or else. Or else what? Or else I'll knock off one of your kids. You wouldn't dare. Besides, you don't know where my kids are, and I don't care what you do to me. I wouldn't tell you where they are. Anybody home? It's me, Julius. Well, here comes my oldest boy now. <laughs> You're shot, Mr. Cross. I am, Mr. Harris. Here's the stuff you ordered for the party. Okay, punk, beat it. I'll take them groceries Get and don't... Get your hairy paws off of that salami. <laughs> you hurt me, Matt. Why, you little runt, I ought to hang one on you. You do it, I'll take you apart. Julius, you can't talk to that man like that. He's a... Quiet, and no cracks. Yes, sir. Uh, Curly, can I see you alone a minute? Uh... <laughs> Excuse us, Red. You and Julius uh, amuse yourselves. Maim each other or something. <laughs> hey, Curly. What? I got an idea. Come oh, on. don't give me a knife. Why don't you tell Julius who this guy is? Then he can go out and get the cops. That's a great idea. How am I going to tell him? The guy's standing right here. He's going to know what I'm saying. Not like... if you tell Julius in another language. You speak French? <laughs> Athens to be my business. Hey, watch me slip this past Red. He won't have any idea what I'm talking about. <clears throat> Monsieur Julius, this man is a criminal. <laughs> so you scramez-vous and call it the police. The kid ain't calling no cops. <laughs> Just my luck, he understands French. Uh, Julius, um, why don't you run along and, uh, look, kid, if you should happen to see a man in a blue uniform, <laughs> salute him. He may be a naval officer. <laughs> look, kid, you ain't leaving here because what I'm going to... What was that shot? What's going on in here? Careful, Alice. Red almost shot me. How dare you take a shot at my husband? This time you've gone too far. I'm going to teach you a lesson. Stay away from me, lady. I will not take that. Oh! Oh! Curly, she knocked him out. Yeah. <laughs> Alice, my hero. Hey, Julius, call the cops. I better call an ambulance, too. This guy's skull is cracked in eight places. Yeah, it sure is. Alice, what did you hit him with? My money belt. <laughs> and Phil will be back in just a moment. It's the most outstanding table radio in years, the Livingston, a brilliant new AM-FM receiver by RCA Victor, world leader in radio. The Livingston brings you radio programs the way you've always wanted them, including full, clear, virtually static-free FM. 
you get superb quality and fidelity with RCA Victor's Golden Throat Tone System, playing through the Livingston's powerful 8-inch speaker. And you enjoy a depth and brilliance of tone unsurpassed in table radios. The RCA Victor Livingston is way ahead in performance and value. Mighty good-looking, too, with gold-colored trim on maroon plastic. Everything you've ever hoped for in a table model radio is yours with the Livingston. On Monday, why not visit your dealer and hear the Livingston for yourself? Made by RCA Victor, cornerstone of home entertainment for three generations. Folks, this is Phil again. A GI 2,000 miles from home needs help to fly to see his sick mother. A sailor's wife and children must have rent until his service allowance check clears. An old couple stand helplessly as muddy floodwaters wash away their home. Through your help, the Red Cross can answer their call. So give to the Red Cross this month generously. Thank you and good night. Good night, everybody. This program is produced and transcribed by Paul Phillips. Remember, whether you're buying a television set, a radio, a Victrola phonograph, or records, put your faith in the cornerstone of American home entertainment for three generations. RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in television. Next, Theater Guild on the Air stars Red Harrison and Lily Palmer on NBC.